You are listening to the Krika Lecture Series podcast, produced by the Center for Russia, East Europe, and Central Asia at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. This and other Krika podcasts are available on SoundCloud and iTunes. For more information about Krika's lecture series and public events, visit our website at krika.wisc.edu. Gulnoza Adilova is an Uzbek scholar of translation studies. She did her PhD in 2011 and DSC in 2021. She works as an associate professor at Tashkent State University of Uzbek Language and Literature. She has published more than 200 articles, two monographs, two textbooks, and one encyclopedia, and patented a mobile app Dictionary of Gastronomic Terms. As a translator, she has translated Erkin Foydov's poems into English and poems of Shakespeare, Byron, Thomas More, Robert Burns, and Edgar Allan Poe into Uzbek. In her 2019 project, Bilingual Uzbek English Poetic Dictionary, she achieved the recognition of the President of Uzbekistan, and she was awarded the National Medal Sharat for her contribution to the science and literature of Uzbekistan. She is the chairperson of the Gastronomy Tourism Association of Uzbekistan and the coordinator of several projects such as Gastromahala, Delicious Uzbekistan, and Restoservice.uz. Here is Gulnoza Adilova. Uh, dear students and colleagues, I'm really happy uh, to be invited again uh, to SESI. It's an uh, honor to give a lecture to American students who are studying my native language and culture. Today, uh, we will talk about uh, fiction translation problems, and I will present you uh, our new project, uh, Uzbek English uh, Digital Poetic Dictionary for uh, Fiction Translations. At the beginning of my speech, I would like to Cite uh, Canadian writer and uh, translator Albert Mangwell's words. The ideal reader is translator. He or she can pull a text to pieces, remove uh, its skin, cut uh, it to the bone, follow each artery and vein, and then fashion a new living being. I agree with this view because uh, many people think that uh, translator is an artist, but I think uh, that his or her job is very similar to transplantologist uh, job. If uh, we compare the novel uh, with the human body, the heart of novel is plot and the main organs are uh, settings of the novel. Even translator's job uh, seems more harder than the work of transplantologist because uh, transplantologist's job is to transfer the organs, but not a soul. Uh, searching the text of his own, translator should transfer all parts of the text, even pragmatic effectiveness and sense of the text from source into target language. First, uh, let's uh, remember from what kind of parts the structure uh, of fiction consists of. Uh, this helps us to understand uh, the complexity of 
literary translation. So fiction consists of characters where, for example, if we uh, search one novel, uh, characters where descriptions of human appearance and character are found and uh, plot, exposition, rising actions, climax, falling actions, denouements, settings, surroundings of the character, weather, historical periods, geographical locations, and etc. So uh, each uh, work of fiction has its plot, uh, characters, and settings. Of course, there are many other subparts of the work of fiction, like conflict, point of view, uh, theme, etc. But I put the only uh, the main ones which we should pay attention in fiction translate, translation. Let's talk a little about lexical semantical problems of uh, fiction translation related to climatic conditions and culture. Every work of fiction contains words and occur, uh, that occur national coloring. Uh, in order to translate them, translators must be fully aware of the mentality and customs and climate of the nation of source language. Uh, however, the, some, in some cases, even words that equally understandable to all languages do not have any national coloring may evoke different perceptions in different peoples. For example, um, <clears throat> I conducted an experiment and asked people of different nationalities whom I met in various international meetings to think about the word tree, the concept tree, and imagine how this tree looks. Uh, closing the, uh, the eyes and drew it on white paper with colored pencils. The Uzbek man drew apricot tree with golden fruits. A man from North Africa drew a palm tree. A Russian girl drew birch, berioza. And, uh, the, and the Japanese boy, uh, a flowering sakura. So look, when we say tree, which is uh, the word which has no national coloring and uh, you can find this word in the lexicon of all languages, it turns set out Everyone imagines an object of different shape, different color and smell. This is due to geographical conditions and climate. Now, imagine if we had to translate this passage from English into Japanese language. Uh, I will read the passage. We, uh, he was built like a tree tall with hard chest and wide shoulders and hands that looked like they could wrestle a bear. So can we translate a text where male athletic body is compared to a tree directly to, to Japanese language? Of course not, because most Japanese 
think of tree as a symbol of elegance, gentleness, and beauty. And in their mind, it's close to not man's body, but uh, woman body. So uh, we need to look for specific artistic image from Japanese language that is used uh, that is used uh, to describe, uh, to uh, use it in depiction of man's athletic body, because the portrait of character must be understandable to a reader. The artistic image used by the author should reach the reader. So, however, if artistic image doesn't exist in target language, word-for-word -word translation evokes in the reader uh, the sense of dissatisfaction that arises through cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is uh, that is reading sentences in a literary text that do not make a sense. In such cases, translators should work very hard searching uh, on the internet for a single expressive means in the language of translation for hours. If there is a poetic dictionary of the source and target languages, the work of translator will be somewhat easier. And uh, in the lexicon of peoples different in uh, living in different climatic conditions, the influence of nature shifts to the metaphors and analogies that are found uh, in fiction. For example, uh, Russian people, Russians' uh, winter is associated with cold, snow, and frost. While the mention of these words, the British imagine a cool fog and wind. In general, it's advisable to be aware of the nature of target language in addition to source language. Uh, poetic symbols also play the important role in fiction translation. For example, Uzbek uh, poet Muhammad Yusuf's poem, Lola Qizgaldok, expresses the will of poet to his wife as he comes near the end of his life. In the poem, uh, the woman is referred to as Lola. The translation into English is poppy. Uh, let me read some uh, couplets of this poem in Uzbek in order to feel the sense of the poem. Mendan nimaqolar, ikki misra sher, ikki sandiq kitob, bir uyum tuproq, odamlar ortimdan nima desa der, men seni nima desa der, men seni o'ylayman o'zimdan ko'proq. Lola, Lola Jonim, Lola Qizqaldoq. Buni hayot derlar, unutma aslo. Bir kun ochlasam, bir kun so'lasam, qalbimdagi faqat sen eding tanho, qabrim ustida ham o'zing bo'lasan. Sen bizning sevgidan xotira bayroq, Lola, Lola Jonim, Lola Qizqaldoq. However, the uh, the line uh, uh, Lola, Lola, Jonam, Lola, Kalsvaldok is translated into Russian, like uh, by Russian translator Kazakhbaeva um, Tulpanchik, Molubimi Ali Max Tipnoi. Translate if we translate into English, it will be like 
my favorite tulip, Scarlet Steppy Poppy. As you see, the translator uses, uh, as you see, the translator uses the tulip in one line and poppy in another line, uh, which doesn't correspond to the style and meaning of the source text. This completely changed the poetic spirit of the poem. Uh, firstly, Lola is not a flower in this poem, but a woman and use it as a symbol of woman in this poem. In Uzbek language, there is even uh, a female named Lola, but the poem is not about the woman named Lola, but a woman who would suffer after the death of her husband. For an expressive purpose, the poet here uses uh, these, these units three times in three different forms. Lola, Lola Jonam, Lola Kizgaldok. Lola is woman's name and Lola Jonam, Lola plus John, the suffix of affection, and Lola Kizgaldok. In this case, the poetic depiction is enhanced. Kizgaldok being synonym of the word Lola, it's also, it also means the poppy in the Uzbek language is associated with the meaning of helplessness, suffering. It should be noted that uh, the words doesn't mean a tulip, but Lola Kizgaldok, poppy. However, the translator uses the word tulip to preserve, uh, to preserve the rhyme and melody Muhammad Yusuf repeatedly uses the image of Lola in suffering as a suffering woman uh, and uh, a flower of unhappy love and heart bleeding in his poetry. In modern Uzbek poetry, Lola means exactly these concepts. The tulip of Russian translator becomes the reason of uh, disappearance of artistry and spirit of the original. Uh, when translating, there is another lingua geographical aspect a tulip is considered a flower grown at home in greenhouses in the climatic conditions of Uzbekistan. Uh, the tears of a lonely woman shed after the death of her husband on his grave are compared to a poppy growing in the spring on the grave. Um, always in my heart, you, always in my heart, you love where over my grief, you will be alone. In the climatic conditions of Uzbekistan in spring, it's not the tulip that sprout out on the graveyards, but poppies that is Lola, Lola Kizgaldok. When recreating the motif of the poem, choosing the word tulip for the word Lola as an alternative is inappropriate. Poppy, my love at Scarlet Steppy Poppy would be a more melodic translation. Moreover, in the uh, original, there is an alliteration plus assonance created by poet repeating the sounds L and O in Uzbek. Lola, Lola Jonim, Lola Kuzhaldov. And uh, the preservation of melody in poem uh, poetic translation is no less important factor than the transmission of the very meaning of the work. In conclusion, it should be noted that uh, translating pitonymous into like uh, the names of flowers, which symbolizing some, uh, some 
another objects in the poetry uh, into another language requires awareness of the geographical and climatic conditions of the country of the author, his culture and traditions, uh, knowledge of what symbols they are in, the, in his literature, what associations they evoke in the native readers. Otherwise, the translation loses the imagery hidden in the symbols used by poets or writers, the implicit message, uh, the idea and spirit of the work. Thus, uh, the course of analysis of translations from uh, Uzbek literature uh, into foreign languages, the following problems have been uh, identified. So, uh, omission of artistic images, uh, lexical gaps in target language, word-for-word -word translations, um, and uh, announcing the problems of uh, literary translation, I felt the need to create poetic dictionary of Uzbek and English. I presented the project uh, to uh, our president's uh, visit in, in our president visit uh, to our university on December 23 in 2017. The president, the president acclaimed the project and the project was founded by Ministry of Innov Innovative uh, Development. Uh, over the past two years, the team, uh, team of uh, 15 leading Uzbek linguists and young researchers had, has created the, this electronic dictionary. The dictionary can be uh, found at address poeticlugat.us. Uh, this uh, dictionary, I will explain how to use this dictionary in the parts, the sections. So uh, how the dictionary helps to translate. First, you can find definition of descriptive units in Uzbek and English. Examples from Uzbek and English literature. Photos help to translate the picture and artistic images. Uh, synonyms and similar phrases of searched words. Search for phrases by word section or subsection. And uh, the important point is translator can enrich dictionary sections with uh, his own alternative translations of phrases. So uh, the dictionary has uh, four main sections. The first, uh, the poetic depiction of human appearance and character. Um, if we take one of the masterpieces of Uzbek literature, Days Baika, for example, by Abdullah Kodri, uh, as an example, the, I take this passage, the writer gives the appearance of each character with beautiful artistic images and analogies. However, these analogies cannot be translated directly into English. Therefore, the translator should uh, look for English artistic uh, image means that can render it. In our dictionary, poetic descriptions of all parts of body 
as well as its movement and state font in Uzbek literature are collected from Uzbek novels, poems, uh, and stories presented with uh, equal equivalence in English literature that uh, gives the same meaning. So uh, we call it our second uh, section, description of nature. Ah, it's the first uh, section's view uh, here. In son filatvora, in son in son filatvora, it's uh, the character of human, and in son the image, the appearance of human's body. It also divided into many subsections. Uh, I will explain this later. So next, second. Um, Section description uh, of nature. I explained the reason for this in the analysis above. Uzbek writers often try to contrast the life and spiritual world of the hero through the images of nature. For example, Uzbek's famous novel, Nawai, um, began with the picture of clear sky. The reason uh, is that the career of Alisher Nawai begins with the sprightly time. Novels begin with the uh, sprightly time of poetic career of Nawai. And uh, the novel ends with the death of Nawai. And at the end uh, of the last chapter, you may read the narrative descriptions of dark sky uh, um, assigned to the end of poet's work and life because at the end of the novel, Nawaya dies. In our dictionary, you can find artistic images of the earth, sky, sound, clothes, etc. in Uzbek. Uh, all examples were taken from Uzbek literature and their English equivalents are given with pictures. So our third uh, section is national symbols. National symbols. Uh, when translator translates uh, words and phrases uh, with national coloring from Uzbek into English, he should write a commentary so that the foreign reader can understand the concept. In this section, Uzbek realizes the words without alternative in foreign languages are provided. There are subsections for national clothes, jewelry, professions, national buildings, dishes with their brief descriptions, which can be used as footnotes in fiction translation. These words uh, not only denote certain object, but, but also have a certain pragmatical effect. For example, This passage was taken uh, from the novel Between Two Doors uh, by Utkir Hoshimov. So here you said uh, two national uh, clothes, tune, tone, national man's warm uh, quilted robe, Doppel national men uh, and woman's skull, uh, skull cap, yes. But uh, when these two objects come together, it can express either funeral ceremony 
or showing respect and rewarding someone. This uh, passage will be translated like this. Uh, we were heartbroken seeing tone and dupe in the knot. Here the writer could write at length about the tragedy uh, with the protagonist and the death of someone. However, he could achieve pragmatically uh, expressive, this high expressive definition, uh, description of the tragedy by a combination of these two words. So in this section, you can, uh, you can have not only the brief descriptions of national colored words, but the associations related with these clothes, this food or these professions and etc. So the last section is the idioms where you can get acquainted with the meaning of about 70 phraseological units found in Uzbek and their equivalents in English. For example, um, if we translate this idiom word for word, it means that uh, drop the melon, but uh, the equivalent for this idiom will be upset the apple cart or overset one's plans or um, kind of meaning. So uh, how to use the website? Uh, first, you should uh, click the regist registration button and enter your name and email. If you click a section button, uh, different section uh, after registration the different this is section button if you click it uh, different sections uh, will appear in some filat wara in some qiyapasa in some tana shakillara milli timsollar tabiat and uh, i think uh, you are learning uzbek and uh, it's easy what does it mean for you yes these sections for um, students who are learning english uh, Uzbek. And uh, here, uh, after uh, different, for example, in uh, the human description section, you can choose, you need some um, narrative description of I. Uh, you choose uh, subsection I, and here you can find 17 narrative descriptions of I from uh, Uzbek literature. Uh, if you uh, push uh, one of them, for example, Jodokus, uh, here in the screen you see the description of Jodokus, for example, uh, and English meaning, magnificent eyes, uh, example from Uzbek literature. And uh, when Jodokus uh, meets in your, um, you meet Jodokus uh, narrative description in your in the uh, novel or story you are going to translate into English, how to translate this narrative description. Here, given the English equivalent and um, with example from English literature and uh, the photo as well. So uh, this uh, web page uh, also uh, very useful for translators because we have the our section of resources here the fiction translators can find uh, 
um, important resources like um, uh, blogs and uh, important uh, information about uh, poetry and uh, fiction, uh, novel translations and other. Also, there is a section Lugatlar, uh, free dictionaries. Uh, you can use them in poetry translation, for example. This is, I always use this uh, uh, rhymes.com page in my Uzbek English poetry translations. Uh, I, we collected here very um, uh, excellent uh, dictionaries for using in fiction translation projects. So um, you can also uh, see as uh, here the uh, video gallery. Here there are many uh, interesting lectures about fiction translation. I put there my own lectures. Uh, they are in Uzbek language about uh, fiction translations. So uh, we have uh, finished our project in the April, um, but still uh, developing technical options. For example, soon it will be possible the option enrich the dictionary, I, I said before. After registration, when you use the section and uh, in some subsections, you will have uh, other synonyms of words and examples from novels as well, uh, you will be able to send your materials to administrator. If you have uh, your own variant, your own uh, narrative description of these uh, words, uh, you can send uh, your descriptions to administrator because uh, in each subsection will appear bottom tarjimana boyutish, enrich the translation. And professional translators will have a chance to share their own descriptions and their notes. Uh, our web page is working in test format now because we just have finished it, uh, this project. Using the dictionary is free, but in the future, some contents will have a fee um, for support the developing the project and updating uh, the base in the future.